I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to After Law, broadcasting from the beautiful South Berlin, except no sandwiches. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Akdong Mool, dear listeners. It's a pre-season preview show for you. Um, just as I was about to press record, though, we have some breaking news. And that breaking news is that the goalkeeping issue that has um, dogged our club for certainly this pre-season, but um, if, in all honesty, the latter half of uh, last season has, um, well... Probably early to say it's been solved, but uh, a big move has been made in that direction to solve it. With the signing of Mattia Sarkic uh, this afternoon, literally, that's just happened four minutes ago. I've just switched on the record button, and there's the official announcement on the on the club website. There's a new man in our net, uh, Mattia Sarkic, I believe that's, that's how I'm going to say it. I don't know how he says it. So, yeah, some breaking news for you there, dear listeners. Any road, welcome to this pre-season show. Um, a little bit different. I've been trying to think how to do something to mark the start of the 23-24 season. My 51st year, if you can believe that, 51st year following the lines. I started following full-time, really, I suppose, 72-73. I did go at the end of 71-72, but I can't really claim that as a season support. It's only the last couple of games of that season. So yeah, uh, 1972 to 73, 51 years later, here I am. Here you are too, dear listeners. Um, looking, I think, with some anticipation towards the, the new season. Um, what can we say about the end of last <laughs> the last campaign? I think we just got to put it all behind us. Um, there's a couple of pieces on the uh, uh, South London Press, London News Online, by Gary Rowett, interviews. Where he says literally that you've just got to put the the disaster that is uh, I think he said that in a Craig Revel Horwood style there listeners the disaster that was the the Blackburn home game um, that's gone and a number of signings have obviously been made during the course of the summertime to try and address some of the um, of the issues perhaps the only area that remains question mark now with this signing of a goalkeeper. This afternoon, I think that the central defence remains an issue. We will come back to that um, because the format of today's show is an unusual one, really. I've, I've asked a wide range of listeners and contributors to the show to send me in their specific answers to five questions, um, which I will have a go at tackling myself, actually. Um, 
so each each of the boys have, have answered uh, five questions. Are you looking forward to the new season? How do you see the Lions' prospects for 23-24? Which players in particular are you looking forward to seeing? Are there any you want to see the back of? Which maybe has sold, been solved this afternoon. I don't know. Um, which How fair or unfair that is on Jules Long, I don't know. Uh, where do you see us finishing in the table? And after 30 years, which is coincidentally another um, anniversary this season, 30 years at the Den, um, pick a pick a home game, pick a favourite home game and explain why. So those are the five questions I've asked. Um, a range of voices. I'm going to play those pieces to you very, very shortly. Um, but I just wanted to say a few things first. Um, I, I want to, um, obviously it's been a, a summer like no other. I, I was trying to think of anything like um, the uh, the loss, obviously, of such a major figure in the club's history as John Berylson. And there's, there's nothing really that I can think of that comes close to it in my, you know, 51 years now following the line. So I, I want to say welcome to his son, James Berylson. Um, going by the uh, the continuity that there seems to have been in the period since John's sad passing in early July, um, I'm hoping and I'll get the feel that things are pressing ahead. Uh, we've seemed to have made signings. There's been no kind of um, uh, you know issues or problems that I've seen so far. Obviously, the season is ahead of us as as I record this, but um, thankfully. The name Berylson continues to be associated with Mill Football Club. I think it's a proud association and one for which I personally am very thankful for. When you look around the footballing scene generally at the moment, it could be, um, you know, so many clubs have disastrous owners and we've been very, very fortunate not to have had that. So a big welcome to James Berylson. I believe he's known as Jimmy, but um, until I ever get introduced to him, um, it feels a bit presumptuous for me to call him Jimmy. I'm going to call him James at the moment. So a big welcome, James Berylson. Obviously, we'll be covering the home game versus Bristol City when that uh, that comes on August the 12th. Now, as I say, I've asked the chaps um, online, on, on Twitter, and um, you know privately in our WhatsApp groups to send me their responses to those five questions. But I'm going to start, before we get into the boys and their, their wide-ranging answers, I'm going to try and give you my take on those five questions because it's not much of a show if I don't put my contribution and my tuppenny halfpenny worth in as well, dear listeners, is it? Um, so number question number one that I posed to myself here, are you looking forward to the new season and how do you see the Lions' prospects for 23-24? Um, yes, yes, I am looking forward to the new season. I, I find I look forward to every new season, every one since I first started going to Millwall in the early 70s. I think it's a sad situation. If you're not looking forward to the start of the season, then you probably should be asking yourself why you're bothering following football in the first place, really, because I think that um, one of the joys of the game is that kind of um, schoolboyish sense of anticipation that's Certainly, I, I I get every season. I mean, obviously, how will it finish? We we don't know. Um, if there's one um, lesson that I have learned in my 51 years of following the Lions, it's probably best not to expect um, expect success. We come close the last few years. We self destructed at the end of last season, as we've said already, and there are many many reasons for that. I mean, big reason, really in truth, is you've only got to cast your eye up and down 
the division as it's become now. The championship is um, tagging along, hanging on the coattails of the commercial behemoth that is the, the Premier League. And the EFL Championship, whilst nowhere near it in terms of scale, is certainly, um, you know, chasing it. And money, money, money is, as the song has it, the ABBA song. You know, that's what rules. That's what makes the world go round, as, as they sing. And, you know, much as we love our dear uh, Lions, um, we remain, uh, with the best will in the world, a... A, a, a plucky outsider um, that's forced our way into somebody else's party. They don't really want us there. You know, let's never, ever think that we're um, part of the, the footballing establishment. No one wants us there. And um, any success that we do scratch from the season will be um, because of our own hard sweat and muscle and, and skill and, and guile, um, the management and the players and, and the efforts uh, on and off the pitch, the fans. Um, certainly nothing will ever be given to Millwall, that much is for certain. And um, so where do I expect us to finish? Well, I'd be a fool if I said um, promotion uh, via the uh, you know any of the various methods that you can be promoted nowadays from the championship. Um, I think any season where we finish middle for diddle is, is a pretty good achievement. We have had a few seasons where we've been looking upwards, and that's that's Gary Rowett's stated ambition. So, um, yeah, anything where we're looking upwards from middle of the table is going to be a good season. Whether you know the fans um, will we'll see it that way, I, I, I don't know. The fan, fandom is a fickle, fickle mistress, listeners, isn't it? So... Um, but the truth is, with our resources, uh, we've signed some good players. We probably um, are always going to be in a position where we could do with more depth to the squad. When you look at the the big big hitters in the in the in the division, there you have got the likes of Leicester, Leeds down from the top flight, um, plus the likes of Sunderland, Sheffield Wednesday, uh, West Brom. These are all big major names in our division. And as much as we love our lines, it's always going to be hard once we get past our first choice 11 to bring in players to cover injuries and and, and knocks and all the rest of it so um that's the truth i thought where do i expect us to finish answer my own question mid-table mid-table respectability as the phrase goes that's where i expect us to to finish question number two which players in particular nick are you looking forward to see well um i've only got pre-season to go by and you know I, I, I won't bore you again listeners I will bore you actually I'll say it again I don't really do pre-season matches in truth I did go to the Charlton game and I did watch the uh, the Jules game on live stream um, I've been impressed with what I've seen so far of Kevin Nisbet um, probably for the first time in a long while we've got a player that looks like a natural goal scorer uh, a hungry greedy player a greedy striker that wants to score goals and uh, if he can form a partnership I don't know if this is how the manager's going to form us up in the new season with a, a two-man uh, you know strike force uh, the the kind of Gregory Morrison is the last one that um, that leaps out and obviously back in the classic days the Cascarino and Sheringham big names to live up to but um, from what I've seen of Kevin Nisbet his um, touch on the ball his 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 footballing vision um, and in fairness to Tom Bradshaw too, I think give him a partner, and maybe that partner is Kevin Nisbet, if that can work as a two, then I think we've got goals, and it's been a while, 
I was trying to think when we could last say we've got goals in the side. It probably are going back to League One days with the uh, you know dynamic duo of Gregory and Morrison up front because I do believe that Nisbet will be um, a goal scorer for us in this in this season. Um, otherwise, yeah, of course, the the youth, the talent, play the talent. I said after the Charlton game to to Gary Rowett, and I remain convinced that if we play the talent, and those those names are the likes of Idemo Marku, Roman Esse, um, yeah, the, the the new boys, Casper um, de Noor, and obviously we seem to be keeping hold of Zian Fleming. So we have talent. We have talent going forwards there, and. My only worry, like a few others, I don't think I'm saying anything new or anything that you won't have heard on, you know, all the million and one channels and, and fan shows and, and um, comment blogs and vlogs and all the rest of it that you you, you see around. Um, it's defensively. I do worry that Jake Cooper and, and Sean Hutchinson, old father time, like it's caught up with me. It's caught up with you listeners as well, isn't it? And it's catching up with Jake and, and Sean, I fear. Um, now, whether um, replacements in the sense of Alex Mitchell will, can do a job. Can George Evans do a job? That'll make Harry um, squirm in his, his gaming seat. Um, can, can um, you know, can we find uh, answers to questions like that from other sources? I don't know. Um, I'm hoping that uh, the hutch of old, the pre-injury hutch, will make a comeback. I just do fear a little bit for us in defence against mobile, pacey sides. There's going to be a lot of them in the Championship next season. So that's my my only concern. I am reassured that we've um, tackled the uh, goalkeeping question. Jules Long, you know, I feel for the boy, actually. I don't... There's been a lot of... Um, you know, horrendous kind of stuff that goes on 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 social media. I, I don't engage in all that. You can all see um, some of the comedy goalkeeping that's been going on of late. There was an incident in the Dutch game, which I didn't go to, um, where he made a, a, a woeful misjudgment on a break down the right side, almost conceded a goal. And that's a sign of a player whose confidence has gone. Um, now, as I posted the other day on X, not called Twitter anymore, listeners, it's called X, on X, I said that the den isn't a place to rebuild shattered nerves or shattered confidence, and goalkeeping is a lonely profession. So um, I do think that, um, presume, presuming that Sarkic is going to be first choice, we've apparently paid money for him, so I can't believe we won't field him from the off. We won't start him at Borough on Saturday. Um, and I would like to see Bart as um, certainly backup, and maybe Jules Long. Um, you know, uh, given some some care and support with uh, a loan move to a, um, I don't know, somewhere more supportive perhaps than Millwall can be. The fans can be rather harsh on on a player that they perceive as failing. I'm trying to think of somewhere he could go to. Forest Green, maybe Forest Green. You know, somewhere sustainable, pleasant, country, rural, bucolic. Um, I don't know, but I certainly think that. Um, a break away from the first team action for Jules Long is, is going to do the guy some good, personally and, and professionally. Um, are there any players you want to see the back of? Uh, slightly cruel question. I, I don't really want to see the back of Jules Long particularly. I don't rate him as highly as a goalkeeper as um, Bart Bielkowski. Um haven't seen really enough of this uh, Sarkic. I'm going by the fact we paid money for him that he's highly rated, so I'm hoping he's good. 
all I've seen is some YouTube clips, and um, that can be a bit um, misleading, as we found out with um, Troy Parrott a couple of years ago. So I'm hoping that um, he is um, everything that we want him to be. Um, so I, I suppose the, the obvious answer to that question is Jules Long, but um, I don't think I really mean that, listeners. I just want to see him get the help and support that he can at Forest Green. I just selected that from random. Um, where do you see us finishing? Well, I've said that already in the opening question. Mid-table. I've answered the same question twice over there. And finally, 30 years at the new den. Can you believe that? 30 years at the new den. Remember it being opening, open, you know, being there on the opening night, Spalding, Lisbon, living nearby at the time in Bermondsey. And um, as I think I've said a few times, I remember seeing the, the, the ground being constructed. I was immensely proud when it came to pass. Do miss Colblow Lane, but those stadiums are no longer with us generally in the game. And um, as much as uh, it's nostalgic, um, it's like a nostalgia fest, isn't it, to keep going on and on about the the Colblow Lane. But um, you know, at the end of the day, I, I love the new stadium. It's not new; thirty years old now. Um, I think as a theatre of football, it's very, very hard to to beat the Zampa Road Stadium. Um, Picking one favourite game is, is difficult. There's a lot of obvious ones, and some of the chaps in the uh, pieces to follow will name you the uh, the obvious ones. I'm going to go for one that is maybe less obvious. Um, it's the nine-man kids um, uh, game, 2-0 versus Stoke, which I think was in the late 90s. It would be about 98, 99-ish. I think we had a couple of boys sent off. This is a Tim Cahill, um, Rhino and Macca-led side. Neil Harris in his pomp. Uh, we would, and we had a team comprised because we were broke and skint, and the crowd I think was under ten thousand in there. But it's a Millwall crowd, so when it's under ten thousand, and the fire is in the belly, listeners, the fire is in the belly. It's um, it becomes a magical place where you know the impossible becomes um, possible, and we beat Stoke City with a team of kids down to nine men, and beat them two 0 decisively. And I think that's one of my favourite games. And I'm going to pick that one out, probably because I think nobody else, I believe, has picked it. Um, I'd also name-check the um, the immense atmosphere that we've got. Uh, obviously, the, the, the Huddersfield one's one everyone mentions. But I want to mention the Wolves game, the Steve Claridge penalty. That was in 2001-2 on the run into the, to the playoffs that season. Manic night, 17, 18,000. I think just short of 18,000 in the den. Um, good, good wolf side actually. Very, very um, tough side to beat, and we um, beat them one 0 thanks to a seventy fifth minute, I believe, penalty coolly put away by the great Steve Claridge. It had every element in there for a Hollywood blockbuster. The aging star of the game um, finding you know one last one last season. Well, it was one like, like one of these um, buddy buddy movies that you get. Um, one last one last job. And that was one last season for, for Steve Claridge. Put it away with a plum. And the atmosphere was immense. So I'm going to pick that one out as well. I've, I've picked out two because it's my show. So there we are. Those are the answers to my five questions. I'm now going to run all of the voicemails, dear listeners. I've got quite a few. Big thank you to everyone who's contributed. Incidentally, incidentally, before I go, um, I want your match reactions for the season for the season going ahead and you can do that dead easy i didn't realize how easy it was to do that and this until the other day when i tried it 
Um, if you're on Twitter, find me on Twitter at Akdung Millwall. Um, send me a direct message. There's a little message um, like envelope icon, and right in the bottom right-hand corner is a kind of um, a sound wave image. And if you press that and hold it down, it will send me your thoughts and uh, reviews and angst and um, you know any comments you want to make about post-match comments or you know during the course of the season. It's really, really great to get voices on the show that don't normally get on here. I really, really do enjoy that. And it means a lot to me if you'll send me your post-match comments and remarks. You can do it whether you're at the game, anywhere you like, really. Just press it and talk into the mouthpiece of your phone. And um, I think you get about two minutes worth. So, you know, short and sharp. But um, that'd be great if you can do that. So, yeah, go to direct message. Send me a direct message. Go to the bottom right-hand corner of the of the uh, message uh, section and press the sound file icon there and it sends me a voice note big thank you to everyone who sent it i'll be back after the voice notes Achtung, hi nick um david leader kramer here uh my in answer to your questions number one uh yeah i'm i am looking forward to the new season i think it's going to be exciting um, not as confident as some people, I think, regarding the our prospects. Um, I think the lead is going to be more competitive. We say that every year, but I think this year is truer than it's truer than ever. Um, I think we, as far as the second question, uh, the players definitely going to look forward to seeing Nisbet. I think he's a very exciting player. I think he's very good at, uh, at, at as a as a poacher in the box. I think we've missed that. Although Bradshaw did very well last year, I think has. De Nora is also an interesting player. I'm looking forward to seeing him. And, of course, Romain Essay. Um, I don't really need to see the back of anybody in particular. George Long gets a lot of um, bad press. And he isn't obviously the best player, but he always gives his all. And if he stays, um, I've got no problem. Long, I think, is also sometimes unfairly criticised, but he's just not up to it if we... Um, really want to challenge at the very top end and I think we definitely need a keeper and I think that Rowett accepts that. Where do I see us finishing? I'd love to say 7th to ninth, as many of the commentators say but I have a feeling it may be a bit lower than that and I'm going for say 13th or 14th. My favourite game at the Den has to be the Mother's Day Massacre uh, which was absolutely brilliant. I'll never forget that. Um, and that was a brilliant, brilliant day. Um, and to think we could have even scored more goals against the vermin uh, than we actually did was it was amazing. Uh, thanks for putting together the podcast as ever, and uh, come on, you lions! Hi, Nick Metwork here. Just uh, answering the questions you put out in the Twitter world for us Millwall fans to respond to. Um, the prospects of lions this year, well, it's going to be challenging. I think it's going to be tough. I do believe. I can't see us. Anywhere near the top six, if I'm honest with you, I think there's too much competition. I think it's too much strength in other teams that will uh, will accommodate those top six places. Um, I really do think it's going to be a mid-table season. It might be a tra- I think it could be a transition season. What with uh, some young players coming through and the signing of contracts of younger players, um, like today, Abdul Maliki is one that has just come through. Um, the emergence of likes of SA. Uh, Alex Mitchell, Imaku. I think this year it's going to be one of those seasons where I think we're just going to have to be resolute and hold a top top half finish. 
the players to see next year, well, SA is probably going to be on the end of everyone's uh, tongue, really. I want to see more of that boy. But for me, I want to see, um, I'm looking forward to seeing Nisbet, really. He's shone, done well in pre-season, so I'm looking forward to seeing him. Um, maybe the, the Belgian, Casper, the ghost. Um, but I wouldn't want to see anyone's go. I, want, I don't want to see the back of any players. That's the thing. And, you know, you've got to realise that these are middle players. And as much as they might have put a shift in compared to others, we don't want to see anyone get rid of um, of them. Uh, and as I said, I think next year will be top 12, I believe, in uh, the finishing run. 30 years at the den. Wow. Um, so many memories. Um to comes into it I, I, I mean for me it stands out things like the home game against Fenwick Garros the Leicester Cup game that last day of the season against Oldham but I'll tell you one game that was just stood out like I saw five minutes it was the Mother's Day Massacre against West Ham when we absolutely took them to town for me that was my favourite home game mate so let's look forward to the season come on you lines hello Nick uh, voice note after your tweet asking for different voices to talk about next season remains Vinny from Block 2 uh, thoughts on next season where do I think we'll finish um, not the top 20 podcast has us at 7th um, I think we'll be lucky to finish there unless we get a decent centre half to play alongside Coops and definitely a goalkeeper uh, everyone knows Long's shortcoming um, who am I looking forward to seeing? It's got to be Remain, really. Um, went to the Sutton game. He definitely looks like a match winner now. He looks bigger and stronger than he did last year. I had reservations last year just because of his size because uh, you have to be strong to be a uh, decent player in the Championship. I think he may have it in him this year. The um, time away in the summer of England might have done him really good. Um, so, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing him. I think we'll get tons of penalties uh, with his dribbling ability going into the box. Who do I want to see the back of? No one, really. Everyone's giving Volks a tough time. Um, People got to remember it's his first season last year, and he's a striker, and we're asking him to play him on the right. So let's see how he does this year. So other than Long, probably um, not really fussed about getting rid of anyone. Um, my favourite time at the Den, I think it's got to be the Leicester City game. Uh, that last minute winner, the noise was something special, uh, and also I was with my two boys, and they still talk about that to this day uh, champions of England came down um, and we turned them over last kick of the game with 10 players um, just a little added extra thinking about the Blackburn game from last season if anyone thinks that's the uh, worst you could feel after a game I'll take you back to the uh, Birmingham game in 2002 I still can't get over that uh, Stan John running through the heart defence and putting it away uh, we would have gone up that year as well oh well Keep up the good work, Nick. Come your lines. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, 
and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, Nick. It's John Rankin here. Um... Just responding to your uh, shout out for people to come in and answer some pre-season questions. So here we go. Number one, am I looking forward to the new season and how do you see the Lions prospects? Yes, I am looking forward to the new season. Um, the pain of, um, of Blackburn has kind of left now. And um, how do I see our prospects? Well, depends entirely how we play. I think if we play with five at the back and two central defensive midfielders, which I think Billy and Sav and Casper Denor are essentially, then I think we're going to struggle because with seven defensive players, that leaves an awful lot of work for three creative players to do. So if we go four at the back... And maybe three, you know, in the middle with three up front, we've got a chance. If we go back to this five at the back, then I think we're going to struggle. Which players in particular are, am I looking forward to seeing? Uh, Nisbet, looking forward to seeing. Looking forward to seeing Zian Fleming and Casper Denore, all the new signings. Um, I'm also looking forward to see how some of our stalwarts perform as well. I want to see George Honeyman back in the side. I want to see Duncan Watmore. I want to see more of him. Most importantly, I want to see a lot more of Roman SA um, because I think he's very, very good indeed. So, are there any players that I want to see the back of? Well, I was a big fan of George Long, but for all the wrong reasons, because I was so concerned about Bart's shakiness with the ball at his feet. So when George Long came in to replace Bart, although Bart's a terrific goalkeeper, I was actually pro the George Long move. But having seen how George Long actually performs between the sticks, um, I'd like to see him out of the first team, really. And I'd like to see a a younger, uh, more confident keeper with the ball at his feet, come in. And I hear news today that we might be signing a a Wolves goalkeeper. Where do I see us finishing? Well, I'm going to go with... uh, I'm going to caveat this and say, well, if we do play four at the back and have a reasonably mobile and attacking midfield, I see us getting in the playoffs. I really do. Um, If we play this kind of five at the back, but without proper wing-backs... And I don't see Danny Mack or the new guy, Joe Bryan, as being wing-backs. I see him as full-backs. Then again, uh, mid-table at best. 30 years at the new den. Pick a favourite home game and explain why. This is a good question. My favourite home game is a totally obscure fixture. 27th of December 1994 against Watford. Uh, We beat Watford... Um, a 2-1 at the den. It was Alex Ray and Richard Cadet that scored the goals after Watford going one up. 
Why is that my favourite match when it's such a nondescript, anonymous game that had nothing resting on it? It was, you know, box. It was day after Boxing Day, I think. So Christmas time had been and gone. Don't think we were getting relegated. Well, basically, I I, I didn't go to the new den in '93. Um, I didn't want to go. Um, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the new den, but I I'd been working abroad and my life was going in different directions, and I just thought, nah, it's enough for me. The, the old den was such a a dear dear place, you know, for me. With so many family memories, I just thought, oh, I'll give it a miss. I can't be bothered really. And then my sister, through Father Owen, who is still the club chaplain, rang me up and said, oh. Father Owen's given uh, my niece three tickets for Millwall. So I thought, well, well let's go. And, you know, uh, my sister was still living down in New Cross at the time, so we met at her flat. It was me, my dad, and my nephew, uh, who was about 12, 13 at the time. And we walked down Monson Road, through Hunsdon Road, Coldblow Lane, walked past the old ground, which... I think at the time was either it had just been finished. I think the houses had gone up, and I sort of thought, what's going on there? Where's the ground? Down Mercury Way, across through the back entrance, it's where I walk now to go in the ground. And you know, and I thought when I walked in, I thought, well, who, who plays here? Chelsea, Tottenham. This this isn't Millwall. But a little while into the game, and you know, soon back in the the rhythm of it, and saw some familiar faces, and I'm so glad that I went back and it's my favourite match because it was my first match at the New Den. So anyway, there we are. Come on, you Lions. Hi, Nick. It's Michael Avery here. I hope you and the listeners have had a very enjoyable summer and pre-season. So with regards to the new season, what am I looking forward to? Do you know what? I'm just looking forward to getting back in the ground and just seeing, obviously, how the side gets on. Um, I know a lot of people are saying the squad is a little bit light and we need recruitment here and there. I'm going to put a positive slant on it and say streamlined. You know, when we don't have any injuries by Christmas, everyone will go, what great, masterful work by Gary Rowett, making sure that there isn't too many players soaking up the wage bill. Um, but no, with a serious head on, uh, I'm with regards to our prospects for the season, I'm hoping obviously Nisbet hits the ground running. He's had a good pre-season so far. Uh, Bradshaw's banged in a couple of goals as well. And we, uh, from from some of the things you see online, we've not exactly been overly flowing, but I think we get these things out of the way in pre-season. So I'm looking forward uh, to just seeing how, how we get on, on the pitch, how our new signings will fit in and uh, and obviously change the style of the way we played. With regards to the prospects and how we're going to do for the season, it's, uh, it's going to be tough. There's some big teams that have gone down big teams that have gone up. We're not going to be looking over our shoulder by any means. I don't think we'll be in any risk of relegation. Um, but I don't... There's a bit of me that's just got this nagging feeling that I don't think we're going to be near the top six. However, I did say that at the start of last season, if fans may remember that far back and what I said with a top 10. Um, and we pushed for the top six and we were nearly there. So, you know, let's be positive. Got some good signings in place. We will see. Um, Nisbet is obviously a player I said I was looking forward to seeing. He seems to be that sort of uh, rever- uh, revelation, is the word that we, we need um, to work alongside Bradshaw. Hopefully, obviously, Bradshaw can stay fit. Nisbet stays fit. And, and they're the players. And um, if if he does go, Fle- if he doesn't go, should I say Fleming? Obviously, looking forward to seeing Fleming um, back in. With regards to players you want to see the back of, that's a bit harsh. 
that's a bit harsh. We're a very welcoming, loving family club at the Den. Um, but George Evans may be one. <laughs> I know he had that good friendly the other day against Charlton, but if you've got a player who's there who's just going to sit on the bench and you know just um, do bits and pieces even there, maybe time to move him on. Um, I Only if we have a good enough replacement would I even consider maybe George Long going. Maybe. Um, I know, again, sounds a little bit harsh, but he didn't do enough for me last season, and I know it might be odd a number one leaving. Um, but if there's rumours going around that we're looking at other goalkeepers and Biakowski's obviously uh, being wished happy birthday by the club, I believe, or other um, things to do with him, or he celebrated his anniversary, then hopefully he'll hang around a bit longer. Um, Finishing-wise, I think it will be a top-half finish. If you had to... Um, Force me to make a decision. I'll say 10th, uh, comfortably, comfortably, comfortably um, clear of the pack or above the relegation zone. But I just think we're going to drop short of who is in the top six. Um, and you know what? My favourite home game, I know everyone picked Huddersfield. And I know I believe during this sort of COVID show that we did a few years back, I said it was that. But I'm going to go a little bit, uh, a little bit off um, off centre or off of away from the obvious ones. I'm going to go for the Millwall 3, Wigan 3 game where we were 3-0 down um, against a team who would beat us in Johnston Paints trophies who notoriously are um, sort of bogey side always seem to get results against us. 3-0 down with what, 10 minutes to go? Drew it back to 3 all. Always remember that game. Um, I was only young at the time but it's one of the one of the few times you go away from the den absolutely buzzing that you've got to draw. Um Fantastic, uh, fantastic game that was. And that's one I'm going to go for. Closely followed by Huddersfield. Come on, you Lions. Have a great um, season, dear listener. We hope you enjoy it, whatever stand you're in. Hello, Nick. Graham Payne here, just with my thoughts for the start of the new season and just to answer the um, questions you posted. Uh, the first one, am I looking forward to the start of the new season? Yes. Always look forward to the start of a new season. But having said that, I've got concerns, especially with the goalkeeper and the defence. Um, as I recalled this, that the goalkeeping situation may be being sorted because it looks like we're going to be signing a goalkeeper from Wolves. But the defence, to me, is could be an issue. Um, Murray, Wallace and Hutch, to me, are... Uh, uh, on the wane now and are probably not championship defenders. Great servants, but, you know, I think it's time to move on from them too. And I would like to see a, a, at least one more centre-half brought in, uh, someone with a bit of pace, maybe on loan. If you look at the previous two seasons, we've had Ballard and Creswell. Someone from the Premier League on loan would certainly uh, do. Players I'm looking forward to seeing, um, obviously Kevin Nisbet, who, who looks the real deal and hopefully he can have a really good season and get us 20 goals. Um, that would be great. And Maku, what I've seen of him in pre-season, maybe he'll be an impact sub, but he certainly looks as though he's got pace to burn and he could certainly be an asset for us this season, I think. And the other one is someone we signed in January who didn't really have a great uh, end to the season Duncan Watmore but he came back in for them last two games and scored a f- couple of goals played work at Blackpool hopefully now he's had a pre-season behind him and if he can stay fit 
and hopefully you'll, you know, be an asset this year as well. Players I like to see the back of, well, it goes without saying George Long, for, I don't need to explain that one. And for me, Vogel Sammer, he, um, I've never been a fan of his from day one, if I'm honest. And why, the, I know it was part of the deal when he signed, but why he got another year is beyond me. I thought, you know, the club should have maybe just done a deal with him where he could move on. Um, where we finish, um, as it stands, as we stand now, I think we'll finish between 9th and 12th. I can't see us getting in them playoffs with the squad as it stands at the moment. Um, Favourite game at the Den of 30 years. <laughs> There's been a few, you know, I could pick out. I think of the first big game I remember, the Palace game, New Year's Day, 1994, I think that was. We beat them 3-0. There's been other games. I mean, the Huddersfield playoff game, the the West Ham game, Oldham. And uh, I remember a game against Wolves when we were going for promotion in 2001 and all. 2002. But the game I've gone for, I think, is the Leicester game in the Cup. Just an amazing game to, you know, to beat the then champions of England when also going down to 10 men and then getting the winning goal in the last minute and the noise in the ground. It was just, you know, it was just amazing. So that's my pick, Leicester in the FA Cup in 2017. Thanks a lot, Nick. Come on, you lions. Hi, Nick. It's Harry Warren here. I thought I'd answer your message of are you looking forward to the new season and how do I see it going? Um, I am looking forward to the next season. I'm looking forward to some structure to my weekends. I have missed football this time round quite a lot um, for a few reasons. Um, but yes, uh, how do I see the prospects for Lions 23-24? I see us having a remarkably average beige season by Millwall standards. Um, I just don't think we're as good as we were last season. And by that, I just think the squad's got older. I think, you know, losing Creswell, we arguably thought was a, you know, very key in our good little run after Christmas, um, was important in the running. Um, Hutch looks maybe arguably like Father Time has caught up with him. Um, but I think we'll probably finish somewhere between 13th and 7th, somewhere around there. Um, the improvement to the attacking lineup as we sit at the moment before we kick a ball is interesting. Um, another seat, centre midfielder, is interesting. I think Ryan Leonard will be key to our season if we can keep him fit. Because I think he's a very, very good squad player in the utility role that Gary Rowett seems to like in his squads. Um, what player am I looking forward to seeing? I'm looking forward to seeing Nesbitt, but I'm also looking forward to seeing Casper Denor, who I can't wait to see what nickname they come out for uh, for Casper. I would like a, I would like a, quite a decent song made for Casper. Quite bored of singing the player's name over and over again that he's seemingly taken over Millwall. Millwall song making or chant making um, <laughs> over the last couple of years. Um, I would like to see the back of George Long. Um, I just don't think he's good enough for a team that 
uh, sort of claims that he wants to be a top six side. But I think, you know, um, I made my opinions very clear on that last season. Um, as I said, I think we'll finish between 13th and 7th. Um, I'm not too sure. Uh, 30 years at the New Den. I am I'm 33, so I only remember us at the New Den. Um, favourite home game? Well, there's been quite a lot. I know what my least favourite home game is. I think that's the last game of last season. I think it's trumped... I think it's even trumped that Sheffield Wednesday ghost goal in 2005. There's been some proper shit nights at the Den. Maybe even the 2002 playoff semi-final second leg defeat to Birmingham. But I think that playoff fight... Uh, that, well, that playoff shoot at last game of last season uh, is topping my worst game. My best game... Um, I don't know really. I think my best game. You can have personal memories. There's there's always ones where you have uh, a loss in your family and you go to the den afterwards. Especially in my family, where uh, sort of my my dad's family have uh, all been Wolves supporters, and when you lose one of them, you go to the next game, and you know if you win, it feels like they've won for, or they've won for you and them. Um, so I've got a couple of them, but I think realistically taking emotion out of it, I think. The, the I think I must have been 10 or 11 when we got promoted from Division 2 with uh, beating Oldham. I think that's my my favourite home game. Um, but yeah, you know, 30 years at the Den. And uh, we go again. We go again for another, for another loving season of fun and frolics with 11 people that can make you weak or destroy it. Can make your mood really good or really shit, and uh, can't wait to do it all again for another nine months. I uh, I will turn around and say there are some teams that we definitely have to beat this season, for personal reasons. For for Harry Warren, we need to beat Ipswich twice because I fucking hate them, um, and we need to beat Leeds. Um, anything covered in that is a bonus. So there, there, there's, we need to get twelve points off. Then would be nice. There we go. Hello, Nick. Line J1971, just calling in from sunny Gran Canaria, mate. Does mean that we're going to miss the first two games of the season, but uh, get back in time for Norwich. So, seen your tweet about a few questions that you'd like people to answer. So, here we go. Number one, looking forward to the new season. Yeah, of course, mate. Look forward to every new season. Come rain or shine and all that. How do I think we'll do? Well, at the moment, unless we get a defender, a proper baller, proper central defender like Ballard or Cresswell, I'm worried, to be honest, mate, worried about the defence. And then we're long behind them. Well, we're going to concede a few, aren't we? But in pre-season, we looked like we could score goals. Obviously, Nisbet needs to stay fit, obviously, and I think he'll get a few. Bradshaw will chip in. Fleming... Don't know, to be honest. Don't know where his head is at the minute. Hopefully, if he starts the season and all that interest in him dies down a bit, then he can get back to where he was. But I've said a few times, he's not been right at the end of last season. He, he just needs to realise he's at Millwall and this is the stage of his career. And if he wants a big move, then he needs to carry on doing what he was doing. So if he does that, then he'll contribute as well. And then hopefully the midfield can chip in with a few. So I think we'll we'll do all right. I don't think we'll be challenging for playoffs myself. 
hopefully be surprised, but give me a top 10 finish and I'll take that right now. Number two, which players in particular are you looking to see? Well, seeing all the pre-season games and Nisbet looks like a proper centre forward, don't he? He looks like he runs the channels well, looks like he knows where the net is. So really looking forward to see how he, he plays in championship games because pre-season fixtures obviously been nice and easy. So we'll find out in the first few weeks whether or not he can step up to the championship. Quite interested in Casper Donora. I think he, uh, he could be a player that can get in amongst it and looks like he's got a pass in him a couple of times in the first couple of games he's played. He, he looks like he, he's looking for that forward pass, which we've got midfield players that we criticise for not doing that. So really looking forward to seeing how he might play in, and settle in. And Joe Bryan as well. I think Joe Bryan's got a really nice left foot. Um, so I think he could he could contribute uh, quite a lot down that left hand side. He would certainly be a step up from uh, Malone and and Wallace in particular. Number three, any you'd like to see the back of? Well, George Long would be uh, would be the first, but I think it's fairly obvious that we're stuck with Long. We're stuck with Long. I think, mate, he's he's not. He's not going anywhere, but personally, I'd put Bart in over him every time. Um, so, but the ones I'd like to see the back off, to be honest with you, are the ones that probably left in the in the summer. To be fair, you know, Malone um, and Bennett. I like Bennett, but it just it was too injury prone. So, you know, taking wages and not playing, and we can't afford to do that. Out of the rest of them that are there, I don't think there's anyone I'd like to see the back of. I think there's one or two that. I'm not sure are good enough for this league now, but I don't think I don't think it'd be fair. They're just squad players, um, so there's there's no one else who I'd say get rid of right now. Where do I see us finishing? Like I say, unless we buy a Cresswell type central defender, then I, I can't see us finishing any higher than probably about tenth. We might flirt with the top six at certain points, but. It's going to be a tough league this season, we know that. You look at what Leeds and Leicester and Southampton are going to do, it's going to be difficult for us. But we do thrive. We do thrive when we're playing those top teams. So, yeah, it'd be nice to have another go again near that top six. But, as I say, I'd, I'd be happy with 10th and I actually think that's about where we'll finish this season. Number five, 30 years at the new den pick your favourite home game and explain why. There's, there's been so many, Nick, to be honest with you. But for me, it was actually going way back to that FA Cup final, or the FA Cup run when we got to the final. And it was actually, if memory serves me, it was the fifth round against Burnley. And it was all obviously a bit nervous you know we'd, we'd not got to the quarterfinals for a long time and all the gods were with us with the draws we were getting and it, it was it was at the den it was about 70 minutes I think memory recalls and Danny Ditchow popped up with a header I don't know how many were there that day but probably 14,000 maybe I can't remember but um, yeah that was that was one of my favourite memories that was because it meant we were getting to the quarterfinals of the FA Cup and from what I remember the teams that were left th there was a fair chance that we, we'd have, a, we'd have a, a really good go and be able to get to the semi-finals so 
Yeah, it might be a bit of an odd choice, but um, yeah, that's one of one of those memories that always sticks out for me. That fifth round game against Burnley, but there's been there's been loads, there's been loads. Um, so yeah. Anyway, mate, we'll uh, catch up as the season goes on. Um, hope you're well and uh, come on, you Lions. Hello, Nick. It's Rufus here. Just um, going to answer some of your questions you put onto the WhatsApp group about um, pre-seasons now over and looking to a new season. So jump straight into it. One, are you looking forward to a new season and how do you see the Lions prospects for 23-24? I am looking forward to a new season because it's going to be such a mad and competitive league and I'm looking forward to seeing how we can do in it. And I'm generally looking forward to a new season because I think we've added some more quality to the team and I'm looking forward to seeing how some of our new signings play. And um, I honestly do think we will do quite well this season, depending on how we set up. And to be honest, I do think we've added quality to the team. There's more quality in the team than there was last season now, to be honest. Because we've got some good new signings like Kevin Nisbet, Joe Bryan, Dinor. So, um, yeah, I am looking forward to a new season. Number two, which players in particular are you looking forward to see? Um... To be honest, I'm looking forward to seeing Kevin Nisbet because I think he's been really good pre-season, seeing what sort of goal tally he could get, he could get this season. I'm looking forward to seeing Casper Dinor as well because I think he'll be a really good addition. Um, I'm also looking forward to seeing a few of our younger players like Romain Essay, who I think will be, will be an absolute star this season and I think he will thrive. And, and I'm looking forward to seeing Amaku as well. He does look a good, pacey attacker from what we've seen in pre-season. I'm looking forward to seeing how well he can do when the season starts. Number three, are there any players you want to see the back off? Oh, there's... um, Most of our players are really good, to be honest, but there's a few that um, I'll probably say not so good, like George Long. I thought he was all right at first when he came in goal, then I realised later on into the season that his shot-stopping was a bit shaky. To be honest, I don't think some of our players like Murray Wallace, George Evans and stuff are really up to the level anymore either, to be honest now. I do think it's... Well, with Murray, he's over 30 now and I do think the age is starting to show a bit. I just don't think he's up to the level anymore. And with George Evans as well, we've got quite a few midfielders now and I just don't think George Evans is up to the same level as some of our other midfielders. Number four, where do you see us finishing? Um, I'm going to be quite optimistic with this and I do think we'll get into the playoffs like fifth or sixth if we do play the right team, the right formation, if the tactics are right and everything clicks, I do see us doing quite well. And as I said earlier, there's more quality in the team this season now than there was last season. Five, 30 years at the new den, pick a favourite home game and explain why. Now I've only been going to the den for a few years now couple of years really um, and to be honest my favourite home game out of all the one, out of some of the ones I've been to so far I've got to say it was last season Millwall 3 Sheffield United 2 because I found that such a roller coaster of a game of how much it changed us going 1-0 up 1-0 2-1 2-0 in 88th minute 3-2 with Bradshaw's hat-trick it's just a game that I remember for a long time and I absolutely loved that game and yeah, that's um, just what I've got to say, heading into a new season, and here you go Nick, thank you. 
Hello Nick, Mike Hayden here, aka Jiri Skalak, everyone's favourite Czechoslovakian. Uh, of course I'm looking forward to the new season, um, finally got over the heartache of losing to Blackburn on the final day last season. Uh, in fact on the Tuesday uh, the missus exclaimed that uh, had several uh, new wrinkles formed on the face, um, you know, do you blame me? Um, but pleased to say after a kind of June and July skincare programme of L'Oreal anti-aging, we're now ready to go and ready for them all to come back. Um, in terms of our prospects, um, there's obviously been a very kind of turbulent time uh, for the club with the sudden and uh, really sad passing of John Berylson. Very relieved that the club is staying uh, within the Berylson family. Uh, and for me, this club, this season is all around uh, honouring John's memory uh, and taking the fantastic work that he's done over many years um, and moving forward now. Um, and I think, you know, that is the ultimate motivation for, for, for our team this year. Um, so I think our prospects look good. Uh, we also have made, I think, some pretty good signings. Um, we do generally uh, make some decent signings over the summer. I've been quite pleased uh, of our business over the last two to three years. In terms of players, I'm excited to see... Um, I think certainly uh, Nisbet um, you know, scored a few goals pre-season. Um, it'll be interesting to see how Rowett uses both him and Bradshaw. Uh, we may well see two up front, um, distinct lack of wingers in the team as well. Uh, so I think we could well see that. But also Joe Bryan, um, I think it's quite a coup for the club we've got him. Um, he's still a good age, lovely left foot, played at a high level uh, and also an excellent set-piece taker. So I think a really good signing for Millwall. Um, players I'd like to see the back of, um, George Long, I'm a bit concerned about if he will be starting in goal um, for, a for a guy that, you know, his name is Long, but he can't save any long shots um, and just didn't see much improvement with him throughout last season. So hoping George proves me wrong there. Um, also uh, just confused um, uh, the fact that George Evans is still around. No one knows how, no one knows why, but he's still knocking about the club. Um, I see us finishing in the top six um, this season, uh, really do. I think, you know, if you look over the years, we've seen that gradual improvement under Rowett. So surely the next gradual improvement has got to be, you know, cementing ourselves in that top six. Um, my only thing that I've been thinking about is um, in terms of Rowett's tenure at the club, you know, there were murmurings that he was maybe looking to leave last season. Um, will he continue to do that or commit to the club to the seat for the whole season? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, personally, I think he'd be daft to leave. Um, I think what he's built is a real, you know, good side. Hopefully, that can get in the top six. Um, finally, uh, Nick asks, you know, thirty years now at the uh, at the Den. Um, what's your favourite home game? I mean, you know, this is like picking your favourite film or, you know, who's your favourite child. Um, I think the the game that ultimately uh, springs straight to mind for me was the uh, win against Leicester in the FA Cup. Um, you know, playing against the Premier League champions, we had ten men. We were in League One, and there was a last minute winner. Uh, it was absolutely euphoric, and for a club like Millwall, you don't get many days like that. That's for sure. Anyway, looking forward to the new season. Um, come on, you Lions! Hi, Nick. It is Ryan Loftus here with my pre-season. Preview and predictions for the the imminent season that we've got, 2023-24. Um, I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward to it. I think I'm not fully over the 
disappointment, shall we say, at the end of last year. And I feel like there's been pretty short turnaround from the end of end of the season, you know, with the, the, the truncated season with the World Cup and we've had the Ashes on and, and the Women's World Cup on in the summer to to kind of tide us over. But it's always good to get a new season underway. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to it, but I'm a bit trepidatious going into it. I think, you know, ultimately, I think most of the fans and I think internally as well, Millwall have got to be looking for playoffs this season. And I think that's, as ever in the Championship, is a tough, tough job. Um, coming so close last year, you know, it's been the stated aim of the club and of, of the manager. But coming so close last year and, and losing out on the final day is, is going to live long in the memory, I think, of the home fans. They might take a little bit of a little bit of time to maybe not get back on side, but to, to, to fully trust the team again that they're going to deliver. Um, obviously, looking forward to seeing SA this year. I think... It's, you know, looks like it should be his breakout season. That that's always exciting seeing a good young player come through. Kevin Nisbet as well, a star striker who looks, who looks very decent. Looks like he's he's got a great finish on him. He's getting goals in pre season. That's always exciting. Someone who might get you goals. Uh, Joe Bryan again, another signing that I think is is really exciting. You know, really really good fullback at this level. But yeah, I, th- I think the squad's maybe still a bit short in some some areas. Um, I think we could definitely do with another centre-back. Obviously, we had Ballard and, and Cresswell over the last couple of seasons. Probably another type like that, a, a young centre-back in on loan who who will just offer that a bit of security. Hutchinson is getting older, injury problems. You never know how how many minutes we're going to get out of him this year. My uh, my biggest concern, which uh, seems a bit rich to be laying on concerns at this early point, but biggest concern at this point of the season is the fact that it looks like we're going to be going back to a back five after a year without it, that was quite successful. But, you know, no real wingers being brought in. We've got Watmore, Vogel Sammer, if you can if you can class him as that, I'd class him as a as a bench player or maybe someone for the transfer list. But Watmore, SA, Honeyman, even then, you know, you're stretching it. Um looks like we're gonna be playing narrow back five. I see how that works. I think the championship's gonna be a tough, tough league this season you know big clubs who missed out last year West Brom Norwich Watford you know they they really kind of didn't they underperformed last year and they're going to be you'd assume back with a vengeance and then the three who came down all look pretty strong as well so it's going to be a tough ask Middlesbrough first day of the season away from home I mean Jesus you couldn't really ask for a harder start under Carrick how they were last year so yeah it doesn't bode well but we will see how it goes You've asked for 30 years at the Den as well. Best memory at the Den, I think. Best games, really. You know, There's been a few, but I don't think much beats the, the Leeds playoff final, playoff semi-final game, the win there. Jimmy's goal. You know, I think that's that's as good as it gets, really. Obviously, the Everton game as well, standout. Pissing rain, Friday night. Great, great scalp to get. So, uh, good memories. Let's hope they can keep coming, you know. If you if you'd asked for some bad memories of the den, I'm sure you got a lot longer responses. But yeah, let's hope let's hope this year provides a few more memories. It's it's going to be an interesting one, and honestly, I I think you know I, my, I'm hoping for playoffs, but I I do think t- anything above tenth would be uh, potentially lucky at, at this stage. Cheers, Nick. Oh hi, Nick. It's Gavin. 
Okay, question one. Am I looking forward to the new season and how do I see the Lions' prospects for 23-24? Up until the signing this afternoon of Matty Sukic, I was going, looking at it with a little bit of of trepidation with longing goal, but now I'm actually quite looking forward to it. I think he's a, a very good goalkeeper from what I've watched on YouTube this afternoon. He looks a really good shot stopper. His kicking is very good, very good uh, delivery. Looks like a younger, fitter Bart in a way. Um, and I think he's going to be a good goalkeeper for us. Um, so, yeah, I think our prospects have actually got a lot better with his signing. Which players in particular am I looking forward to seeing? Well, as you said, play the talent. Uh, Imaku and SA definitely. Um, Imaku in particular is the kind of player, though, that I feel could be utilised from the bench, maybe play him the last 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, bring him on, let him run at like defences. He's very, very pacey, got an eye for a goal. Um, definitely the kind of player that's going to go and get people up off their seats um, if they're not standing up already. And, um, yeah, um, those are the kind of uh, players though, that I'm looking forward to seeing, as well as a new goalkeeper. Um, are there any players that I would like to see the back of? Um well, I guess Long has now become a bit of a boo boy, um, a bit of a hate figure. So, rightly or wrongly, yeah. But I guess Long. I mean, Long. I mean, Long could. There's no real need to go and keep Long at the club now. Um, he can either go or go out on loan somewhere. Um, nobody else I really want to see the the back of, as as in like get rid of. Um, I'd like to see us bring in um, a centre back with a bit of pace, somebody like Cresswell, as in Cresswell at least in the second half of last season. Um, and then they could possibly like replace Hutchinson, Murray-Wallace. Murray but I don't actually want to see the back of Hutchinson or Murray-Wallace or anybody like that. So no, other than Long, no, um, no. Where do I see us finishing? I see us finishing anywhere between, I guess, our customary ninth position, 8th or ninth to 15th or 16th. But I'll put a caveat in there, though, that basically we could make the playoffs... Um, we could just as likely finish 6th or 16th. Championship, as we well know, is a crazy like division. It's open. Anything can happen. Teams beat each other every week. We see crazy like results week in, week out. So, I mean, you know, it's I really can't actually say that we're going to finish 3rd or 4th or 5th or anywhere. I've watched a few of these vlogs and they're predicting us to finish, I don't know, 6th, 7th or 8th. But I think um, some of these people are are predicting that on the back of the last two or three seasons uh, finishes. So, yeah, 6th um, to 16th. I, yeah. Final question. In 30 years at the New Den, pick a favourite home game and explain why. OK, I was at the very first home game against Sporting Lisbon. I've been at a lot of games. Unfortunately, I don't go as regularly now as I used to. A lot of home games seem to kind of just kind of blur into the memory. They seem away games always seem to stick out more than home games. Um, and some of our our most memorable games seem to have come away in recent years, or they've been at Wembley. Um, but I'm going to go for a game in 2000-2001 season. Uh, Millwall against Oldham, we won the game 5-0, it was the final game of the 2000-2001 season, 
and we won the title that day. Can't remember if it was a League One title. I know it's League One now, but I can't remember what they were actually. I think they may have actually called it League Two or Division Division Two, Division One. Anyway, it's what League One is now, and um, we won the game five nil. Neil Harris got the fifth in stoppage time with a penalty. Um, we filled the whole ground. I was in the north stand for that game. They moved the Oldham fans to the top uh, corner of the west stand. Uh, we all sang Cheer Up Mark McGee. And at the end of the game, well, a bit of a while after the game, most of the fans had gone, but there's about two, 300 uh, fans still left. And we were on the pitch. And longer, uh, about half an hour, 40 minutes after celebrating, um, the players came out onto the, the top of the Kitchener stand and they were all um, like throwing their shirts down and, and celebrating like with the players, sorry, the fans, and we were all singing. It was, it was just like really good. Um, so yeah, so I'll, I'll choose the Mill Oldham game as probably my favourite home game. So cheers, Nick, all the best and come on you Lions. Hello, Nick. Matt Richards here. Um, just give me my thoughts for the new season, really. Um, so, yeah, so questions. Number one, am I looking forward to the new season? Yes. Can't wait. Um, I'm away. Well, I've been away for a few weeks, so um, I haven't been to any of the pre-season games. So, um, desperate to get back to the den. Um, so, really looking forward to it. How do I see the season being? It's going to be a real... I know it's, it's it's a real crucial season. Every season's crucial, isn't it? But I mean, with what happened at the end of last season, being so close, um, obviously tragedy of John passing as well. It's you know, it's, um, who knows what's going to happen really? Um, big teams coming down: Southampton, Leicester, um, Leeds. You know, it's going to be a competitive league. So I, I really just don't know. Just hope the new players gel. We get a couple more players in before the end of the transfer window um, to kind of give us a really good chance, really. Um, but, yeah, can't wait for the season. Players looking forward to seeing. Well, I guess the one player I'm looking forward to seeing is a player we haven't even got yet. And that's why, hopefully, another keeper. Because we do need a, a better keeper than what we've got at the moment. Um, but, um, just, yeah, he's, I think he's just he's kicking... Is, is not very good and he's I mean I think we're remembering him for his first two seasons so as much as I don't think Long is, is the right pl- keeper I don't think Bart's a good replacement either so I think we need a, a better class keeper um, so he's the one I'm really looking forward to seeing but out of the players we, we, we know we've got in this bit I'm really excited about seeing him um, so I haven't seen him at pre-season yet um, but obviously he's, he's, he's nicked a few goals so that's good um, really interesting to see how he gels with the rest of the team and uh, Denora as well um, really interesting to see how he gets on because we've got a lot of midfield players so it's interesting that Raritz sees him as a, perhaps a different type of player to what we've got really maybe somebody who can pass the ball a bit better than um, than the current um, midfielders we've got who knows but um, yeah maybe mainly Denora and um and Nisbet are the two players, but yeah, it'd be great to get a new keeper coming in. Um, see the back of players. To see the back of. I don't know really. I'm not really one for like kind of seeing the back of, but I, I expect more from Vogel Summer. Um, he's one of these players. It's a bit like Evans, really. Evans is the obvious um, 
one everyone will say, I guess. But I don't, I've got a problem with Evans, actually. I think he's a decent player. I just think he's a bit like Vogel Samer. He's it's a bit nondescript. You don't, you don't really add much to the game. You don't really see what they add or do or deliver. Um, and I think Vogel Samer needs to do that, whether it's goals or assists or just, just try and make something happen. He hasn't got that wow factor, has he? Um, so I want to see more of that from him. Other than that, I'll be happy to see him go, really. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're the players. No, nobody else, really. I think it's a, it's a big season, I think, for Danny Mack. Um, because since he came on the scene, he, I don't think he's really progressed that much. Um, love him as a player. Love his attitude, his passion. Oh, just, we just need, probably need to see a bit more from him. Um, where do I see us finishing? Honestly, I think between 10th and 12th. I just, um, it's, it's, it's a strong league this year. Um, I mean, I hope if we get, a, if we get a keeper, it's a, some movies, if we get a keeper in, maybe a centre back with a bit of pace, then I can see maybe 8th, ninth, similar to what we've been before already. Um, but yeah, we, we need, you know, we need Nisbet to score goals and we need to keep the ball out of the back of the net, you know. It's not rocket science, is it? Easier said than done, though, obviously. Um, and that's it. And, uh, yeah, last question. Favourite home game, 30 Years of the Den? I was, yeah, I was just listening to your um, pod on the 30 Years of the Den, or the New Den, earlier, and it's a fantastic listen. Well done, mate. Um, I recommend listening to it, anybody who hasn't listened to it yet. Um, oh, it's difficult. I'm going to go for um, I'm going to go, go for the Oldham game. End of the 2001 season. We're already up. It was just a party. But basically, it's just 90 minutes party. Um, and invariably, those games don't always turn out the way we want them, do they, really, when you think of Blackburn in 88. But this time, it's 5-0. I mean, Moody with a couple. Harris with a couple. You know, the wonder strike by Stephen Reid. It was just, just an incredible, incredible afternoon, really. And I can't think of a better day at the Den in all my time going down there. Um, and like you, yeah, I, I do love the ground. Um, I was at the first game, went with my old man to um, see the Sporting Lisbon game. We were in the centre upper in the north stand. Um, great view of the pitch. And um, yeah, just come to love it really, you know, because it's, it's, we're still hemmed in. We're slightly old ground. We're still hemmed in between the railway lines, the arches, the lockups, the car breakers. You know, but that's us, isn't it? It's us. It's an inner city club by the river. You know, the Dockers team, that's us, tough and gritty. Um, you know, I'd hate us to be in some sort of shiny retail park with a bloody Nando's and pets at home outside. You know, it's, um, it's us, it's Millwall. So, um, yeah, 30 years, 30, 30 good years. We're still there. Let's hope we um, survive a few more and let's have, hope we have a decent season. So, um yeah, that's it, Nick. That's my thoughts on the season. And um, fingers crossed for a good one. Cheers, mate. See ya. Bye. Achtung, Mailball. Welcome back, dear listeners. Huge thank you to everybody that uh, contributed to this show. I really do appreciate it. I hope you've enjoyed listening to the uh, the myriad views and opinions of all of the contributors and the and uh, Twitter followers that have contributed. So a big thank you to everybody. Too numerous for me to mention here and now. Uh, just to repeat, do um, contribute to the show. It's wonderful if, if you'll get involved and you can do that dead easy. You can go to the Twitter direct message, the little envelope, 
send me a note uh, message and there's a there's a small sound file in the bottom right hand corner that sends me a voice note and I can use that I can download that use it on the show and I want to hear your post-match reviews your thoughts and views and opinions as the season goes along so um, get in touch keep in touch with Achtung Millwall um, this is just to close the show out really um, just to repeat really that um, there's a lot of Millwall content on I love it very good actually I do enjoy listening to all of the different shows um, I'm going to give a, sh- a shout out to everybody during the course of the season I'm going to on this show that Millwall podcast very good these days um, TT is always very good I, I enjoy um, everything that the likes of Dan does on Lions TV um, there's quite a few others knocking around uh, no one likes us talking another show that uh, deserves a shout out has been there for years and years so big shout out to all the boys that do their Millwall thing it adds to the general life and gaiety of uh, following the Lions we need that we need to pull together as a club there aren't many of us and um you know, there's, there's no place in in uh, for a club of our size to uh, pull pull apart. He says, as one of the most um, divisive groups of people you can think of, Mill fans um, only fight outwards, and if there's no one to fight outwards against, they'll find each other, won't they? But I just want to give a shout out to all the boys. So enjoy all the shows, and um, big shout out to everybody that creates and contributes to the life of Millwall. Um, generally, in my opinion, including the Millwall media team, again another group um, that take a bit of bit of knocking online. But you know, the, the Millwall Plus uh, TV service, the Wall Talk, so it's good. It's it's come on leaps and bounds from where um, you know some like it, some don't. I, I I think you're better off having this kind of stuff than not having it. That's my own personal opinion. Opinion. So big shout out to everybody. Uh, just to close us, I just want to repeat that we, next season, will continue to support the Lions Food Hub. We're also carrying, as you've probably noticed, a lot of shows now on behalf of Ear of Town. Michael's doing um, podcasts for Ear of Town. And the money for Lions uh, that, that we generate from the Mill shows will continue to support the Lions Food Hub. And the money, the proportion that we make from the Ear of Shows will support the Bexley Food Hub because um, that's what we do on this show. So the more times you listen to Akdung Millwall, the more times uh, these good causes, these great causes in uh, SE16 and now in the London Borough Bexley get supported. So um, big shout out to the Ear of Town shows that Michael's doing, Docker's Debate. Um, proceeds from those shows will support the Bexley uh, food bank, I think it's called, but um, we'll split the uh, the split the the lolly um, proportionally between the two two shows for those two good causes. There we are, dear listeners. Huge thank you to everybody that's uh, made the show happen. Big thank you to you too for listening to this show. Um, here's hoping for Saturday. Wouldn't it be great to get a win up there at uh, the Riverside Stadium? Fingers crossed. Till the next edition of Achtung Millwall. So the River Dirty Mill, bye for now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.